And Rod and Vince are killing my keto again here. <laughs> you don't want uh, Mega Stuff Oreos? Uh, I really Chips. want Mega Stuff Oreos. Because uh, we were going for the most stuffed Oreos, <laughs> which were like double this size. Dang. I can't even talk because I'm chewing an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much stuff. Do you remember that Weird Al song, The White Stuff? I do. You can talk about, oh, oh, oh. The oh, White wow. Stuff. Oreos. What's in the middle? The White, the white Stuff. stuff. <laughs> that might be a little bit too old. <laughs> what hasn't he done, though? I don't know. I feel like every decade he hits us again with like another whole decade of pop culture. He had a, like a big video a few years ago, too. I mean, he's been doing a lot of stuff within the last Word crimes four or five my, years. my favorite off of that mm. new album. <laughs> I like white and nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Yellow Spandex. We're trying something new today. If all's going well, you're watching us as some strange cartoon characters. That's very true. Our mouths will mouth. La 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 la. <laughs> This is a new thing we're trying. Yeah. We'll see how well it goes. Yeah, you guys will have to let us know if you can hear us better or if you like this better. So we've been trying to improve on having an agenda. Uh, so Josh has, like, compiled topics that we both Vince and I have probably seen. We just haven't been organized to keep them down. Yeah. I saw the first one on here is the uh, they did a preview of the new uh, season of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's coming up. They actually oh, did the preview, I think, at the end of January, but I didn't see it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Have you seen it now? Yeah, I've seen it now. Yes. That's crazy. It is um, crazy. I don't know. Are we, are we, should we spoil in here? A spoil for what? I mean, like, what are we going to spoil? The end of that trailer. Yeah, that's a, that's a trailer. Okay. <laughs> if, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, it's like literally a minute and a half. So pause right now and go watch the trailer and then come back. Yeah, there'll be a uh, link will be in the show notes. So, so uh, now that you're back, <laughs> uh, the Colson reveal at the end. I don't know what that means. I don't know. What I it means feel like either. it kind of ties into. Uh, Captain Marvel Endgame thing somehow? Yes. Because yeah. they made it clear that um, Agent Barbara May... Walters. Sure. <laughs> Ming-Na Wen? Yeah, uh, Agent May said like she was there till the end, till he died. Mm. And then he does that like Jason Momoa look, look <laughs> over his shoulder, you know? I think there might have even been like an electric guitar. I don't know, there probably wasn't. Gosh. In my head, I see that now because every time... like We saw Aquaman twice, and so I can't unsee someone <laughs> looking over their shoulder. All I hear is like, Coulson. I don't know what shield is. Okay, so now this is sword. Yeah, exactly. What is? What's going on? So you know, I've seen theories all over the place, and it's like, did they reanimate him or Tahiti man? Is it like a different person in his body or? When is it actually going to premiere? It's May, so it's going to be after Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if he became Kree? Like, even more uh, than he already is. So, I, I think it's going to be a timeline thing. Because mm-hmm. everybody's already established that the rest of Endgame is going to be timeline. So, this is after yep. Endgame. Mm-hmm. It's almost certainly like a Coulson from, like, another timeline, dimension, past. Did they already confirm yeah. he'll be in Captain Marvel? Is that what you said? Yeah, oh, there's, he's, he's in the trailer. trailer stuff. So he, he just has, a, like, a lower hairline. He's, mm-hmm. like, younger, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, for him, that's all they did. Like, Sam Jackson, they just took they took away his wrinkles and everything. Mm-hmm. For Coulson, they just, like, he has hair. I did a little bit on my face, but... Colson, you're going to go through a transformation of time. Which, that stuff has come a long, long way. Yeah. Like... The the way they look, make people look yeah, younger. Yeah, they try to youngerize people. Like, in X-Men, was it the last stand they first pulled that? And, like, mm. their heads are literally, like, floating bobbleheads, mm-hmm. like, you know, on their bob- body. Other than... Uh, oh, man, what was the one that they... I lost my train of thought. And then I thought of uh, Carrie Fisher... Mm. But th- but that was what the one I was thinking. What they have to do in the next movie? Well, just them like comu- computer generating her, 
basically. And then, like, one. Yeah, and then ha- her fa- having creepy. her face, like, do the lines, and supposedly it was, like, her voice from, like, lines she had cut for that movie, but then other lines from, like, older clips of her as well, oh. like, from past filming shit. It's kind of funny. Um, there's a Hollywood thing, if people aren't familiar with it, that porn drives technology in film. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it was Betamax versus VHS, when porn picked... VHS, that was the thing that did it, and then um, what was the alternative to DVD? Was it like video disc or something? There's yeah, there's laser disc, laser so disc. It was, but it was giant, and you had multiple discs on it. My friend's dad actually had one. I remember mm. being like super stoked, like oh laser disc, and then I, like we watched Terminator Two, and it was like three discs long. I remember, mm. so it was Whoa. like ridiculous. You had to split it off every you know so many minutes. And so wow. in this case, I don't know if it directly influenced it, but the whole thing with Rogue One and Carrie Fisher's weird like thing happened and then the internet created deep fakes <laughs> and so i don't know if you've been following that nope. like it's like an a- it's an app that literally anyone can own it's not i don't i haven't tried it so but from what i heard it's not as simple as an app on your phone but pretty simple that like anybody can use it and it can learn someone's like mannerisms and their face and stuff uh from like <laughs> other videos and things That's and then creepy. you then you can put it on anybody else and so of course what has been used for is putting celebrities faces on porn stars' bodies. Oh gosh! And um, <laughs> yep, they 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 tried it. Uh, they someone did a deep fakes of Carrie Fisher in that scene, and it turned out better than the movie. That program looked better than what they did, and um, it's really convincing. Actually, Jordan Peele did a demo. I don't know if you've seen it, mm-hmm. where he he voiced uh, Obama saying something about like Trump being a jackass or whatever. And he's like, but Obama wouldn't say that, but Jordan Peele would. And then it cut away, and it was Jordan on the side. Like doing a real time animation, it was like it's disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> that's like but, some Black Mirror shit. Mm. Anyway, we got more realistic uh, face capture now. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we're using it for this video. Yeah. Especially well, not with, face capture yet. Especially with the upgrade on the phones, so getting an iPhone XS or whatever, mm-hmm. it has those emojis that like tr- track your face. Mm-hmm. Mine does it too. It's a S nine, I think. There's a lot of trumping in this one. Similar yeah. technology, I guess. A lot of Oreos. Yeah, what is this salsa? It's, uh, uh, pineapple peach. Pretty damn good. Are you um, going to dunk the Oreos into the pineapple peach salsa? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a very uh, eclectic bunch of things we have here. Oreos, a little bit of Valentine's Day chocolate. At the time of recording this, it's like shortly after Valentine's, so everything was half off. Organic veggie chips with, mm-hmm. with the salsa. We got blueberry, blackberries. And then, of course, what's a party without M&Ms? <laughs> Getting back to the... the <laughs> The shield trailer thing. Um, who were they putting Mac in charge? Was that the mm-hmm. yeah the thing? No, at the end of the last one, they mm-hmm. they put Mac in charge, and then they showed like a more ferocious Quake. I'm trying to remember what else because it's been a while since I've seen it. It was pretty exciting. I was like, I feel like I saw like the first episode now. So it's like, <laughs> is it like a flash thing? So like when you screws up time, like there's consequences and some mm. crap come out. Come as that butterfly. Maybe. I, yeah. I mean, I have complete timeline continuum. I have complete faith in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now because they were able to handle so many things that, like, movies couldn't handle. Like, mm-hmm. their, their whole time travel thing with the spaceship season was like, I mean, I'm sure someone can pick apart something. But for the most part, I was sitting there like, no, I buy it all. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not really any weird questions of, like, wow. you know, how did this happen? How did that happen? It was great. It was funny. It's like I read a comment from somewhere where it was like, Coulson dies in the movie, gets a TV show, dies in the TV show. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, like, when is he available? Well, he's not on the TV show, so he can be back in the movies. <laughs> because you never see both. It's a twin. And wasn't <laughs> he the only um, 
movie cast member that wasn't in the 10-year anniversary photo of Marvel? Ooh. I don't know. Maybe. I, I did hear about that. I think he missed it because of something else. Like he was on, he was on a promo tour for Shield or something something else. Yeah, I'm sure. It's it kind of ironic. Wasn't like a screw you thing, obviously. <laughs> Not no, that we know of. We <laughs> never know. Yeah, I'm sure there was drama somewhere. But I don't know. I'm excited. It's it's weird because Shield started off, you know, being like a normal TV show, and actually the first season people kind of panned as being boring. Yeah. Then season two got kind of picked up, and then the more intertwined it gets to the movies the more sporadic the seasons get. Because I think by the time this, this season comes out, it's going to be almost a year, right, since it ended? Yeah, well, they had fo- they had originally said uh, that it was going to be back in January, but only for, like, so many episodes. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, talking about basically ending the show, kind of like, well, we want to make yeah. sure that we end it, that we, you know, we, we'll make it end, it'll be cool. And uh, they left it kind of, like, a slightly open for a possibility in the future. But the ending was, was pretty good for the mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. And then they got, like I said, they got picked up with this next six or seven or whatever. They said, well, we'll do those next ones in January. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Agent Carter used to be. Yeah, or rest in peace. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be in January in between the seasons. I'm like, okay, cool. After that happened, I heard season seven's already been picked up for a full season. And you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So season six going to be like a, a quarter of a season or a third of a season. But season seven's going to be a full season? This isn't, <laughs> isn't making sense. Interesting, yeah. But like, even um, what season was it? The one with Ghost Rider in it mm-hmm. seemed like two seasons. Like when they took their mid-season break, it was a completely different storyline. By that was a long, back. that was a long storyline. Yeah, I'm, it has to be around the same number of episodes. It's probably around 21, 22, but felt like a lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they also had been for the last at least three seasons, I think, maybe only two seasons. They had been chopping it up and having like like a large story arc, but like two or three possible story arcs throughout the season, yeah, which I think little, is brilliant. I and, love the slingshots. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah, those were little like uh, little things online. But like throughout the one season, they would actually change the background and it'd be like, you know, Agents mm-hmm. of S.E.A.L.D. in space or something, mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. over here, you know, whatever it is. But it's still season five or whatever yeah. it was. But You had mentioned that last time. Yeah, they would change the intros for whatever the theme was going. I thought it was really brilliant. I think my favorite season was probably... It's kind of tied between when they, they were time traveling and in space and in the framework. Mm-hmm. Was that the same season? Yeah, wasn't that last? No, it was the framework before. was the season right before they went to space. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was the same season, but different. And then the whole Kree and the space thing, that was the last season we saw. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Marvel TV, as of recording, they just announced that uh, Punisher is not coming back. And Jessica Jones has one more season, and then it's over. Well, but they I, canceled Jessica Jones, but she's already in the middle has a of season, yeah, yeah. the season. Yeah, um, the season coming out. But I, I heard rumors that Disney's toying with the idea of continuing the series. The, some of the series, or all of them, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Well, Hulu had came. They actually dropped something saying like, "Hey, you guys could come over here. We'd be mm-hmm. open to it." Because they so have Runaways like, yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it was actually, from what I gather, from what I've read, it was Netflix' decision to not have these shows currently on Netflix anymore. Okay. Now. I don't know if they decided that because they weren't performing well yeah. or weren't as well as what they were in the beginning, or if um, you know Disney's making their own stuff and they're going to eventually pull all their movies and whatnot from Netflix and put it on their own streaming service. So that could be a point of contention between Netflix and Disney. Yeah. So who knows? The MCU surprises us a lot, so I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll surprise us and this is their foray into the films, like at least cameo-wise, because I, from what I heard. Charlie, uh, what's his face? That was uh, Matt Murdock. Cox. Cox, yeah, Charlie Cox. Um, I heard a rumor that in his contract it left a clause open for him to be able to be in films. Mm. And that might just be a safety thing in case they decided to. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I don't know. I still, I, I've said this on, I think I've said this on other podcasts. I've said it in real life, definitely. Like, I'm totally up for, like, the end of Infinity War Endgame. Thanos overthrows everybody, and then Daredevil comes out and punches him in the face and ends it. And they're like, <laughs> it's Daredevil. Had a Daredevil. And then he murders Iron Fist because, man, fuck Vin Jones, man. <laughs> Gosh. So terrible. <laughs> like, I think I don't know if I've said it on this podcast before, but when we've, when we've talked in the past, I've always said like, okay, if there's just gonna be this another one of these giant fights with our sequences, all they gotta do is pan out and be like, shields over here, mm-hmm. there, you know, the defenders are over here, and like I'd be like just gushing with like, Ooh. yeah, right, <laughs> you know, just just because. Oh, I'd freak out. Mm. It could be like literally like a half a second shot. You just see them like kind of like fighting. It could be computer animated too. I think I wouldn't mm-hmm. care. You know what that reminds me of is uh, in Deadpool when he's like, why isn't why isn't anyone in this house? And he's like going like talking to Colossus and then the Beast just, like shuts the door from behind <laughs> and all the X-Men are in that conference room. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because we know it's kind of possible because we've seen film come to TV, like Sam Jackson, Lady Sif, everything. But I want them to actually connect it because I think um, we went with Josh and his family to LA Comic Con two years ago, I think. Was it what year? I don't know. It was, it was a, Two years ago. It was when it was. Stan was still alive. Rest in peace. Um, and Chloe Bennett was uh, speaking there, and she had been kind of vocal about F Marvel for not tying the universes together. But they kind of are. Ironically, her dialogue in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tied Infinity War with S.H.I.E.L.D. last year, kind of. It was kind of like a sarcastic, like, F you, but it's tied. <laughs> still, yeah, still something. Vincent, I just finished Punisher. Mm. Have you seen any of it, or are you going to watch I it? I haven't seen any of it. Like I said, I have kids, yeah. and watching the adult shows. Mm-hmm. After you know, I, I work sometimes late at night, and so yeah, I just don't have time. I, I, this one was especially gruesome. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm pretty dead to that kind of thing. And there were at least two or three times I looked over events, I almost paused it. I was like, "What is that? Is that what I think it is?" Like, because <laughs> you see the fight, and you're like, "Okay, all this stuff is going on." And you guys, you're just used to TV fights. So you see, like, guns blazing and knives, you know, going everywhere and stuff. And then you just expect just a bunch of bodies laying on the ground. But they, they went ahead and figured out what would happen to each of those people if all that stuff was happening. I was like, ah. they won't curse on the show. <laughs> I mean, they do a little bit. But they, you, there's times when people, like, it would be very appropriate for people to curse. And instead, they say something like, I think one of the episodes is actually called Fluster Cluck. Yep. And she says it in the episode instead of what it's supposed to be. And it's like... <laughs> but violence, <laughs> which I guess is the point of the Punisher. There, there, yeah, no, it's, man. Frank Castle goes through some some shit in this one, man. And some of the stuff is almost unbelievable. Like, like I get you're the Punisher. I get you. You know, your will is what drives you, or your whatever it is that drives him. But some of that stuff is like you would pass out if you had that many lacerations or like being shot by a gun or. The last two episodes, well, the whole season, but the last two episodes, I, I was talking to Vince. I was like, "Wouldn't you just pass out from shock?" Like, yeah. or just the loss of blood, you know? I or wonder like, if like they just lean on the training and whatnot. Oh, he knows this training how to keep himself. I think that's the underlying her. thing, and that they you know they're stronger than we are at all. Warriors, but. I'm like, man, I'm glad Like, I'm glad it ended when it did because for them to keep elevating it from there, then it would become jumping the shark. Mm. You'd be like, okay, you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, pulling a bullet out of yourself or something yeah. like that, you know? But like... It's almost un- unbelievable. Like a sense. hive of shotgun. Or guns. yeah, you got like a bunch of buckshot in you and you're picking each one out. So Dang. this isn't really going to spoil it, 
but if you don't want any spoilers, skip ahead like 20 seconds. The thing I got from the season was they wanted to very, send a very clear message that Christians are fucking crazy and will would rather kill like a whole bunch of people in, instead of their son being gay. That's like the moral of the season. What? That's insane. And that that's the villain. When like it's kind of like you kind of figure it out through the season, but that's kind of what happens. It'll actually make more sense once you watch it like that. It's like, wow, they're crazy. Because uh, they brought um, the character the Pilgrim in. Mm-hmm. Um, won't spoil like now. Now that you're back, uh, won't spoil that character for you. But he's a very religious man. But he's also a hitman, so it creates a very interesting character. But it's not his motivation that's making everything happen. It's like the powers that be. Once you start figuring out the motivations between him, which is what we mentioned in the little spoiler area, um, it's like wow. Whoever wrote this uh, screenplay either had heard something or had very like definite opinions about like crazy fanatical religious organizations. It's very much like a like Westboro you took Baptist if you took Westboro and like combined it with like Scientology and like Nazis like (laughs) it's it's kind of like that it's kind of I don't know and in its own like Marvel way I hope they didn't like straight up do that like as questions because there's a lot of people that I feel um, that would watch it. Like it's, my former youth pastor loves that show. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. It's pretty clear and definite that it's Christians because uh, the 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 pilgrim is uh, he's a preacher. Like they they, yeah. they call they call him a preacher on the show, and he he's his uh, higher ups are uh, higher up in the church, very huh. Christian church. Weird. <laughs> I, they don't necessarily say they don't go as far as like Daredevil, where they go into a church. You see him. With cross and crucifix everything but there's nothing else it could be the way the whole thing's presented which is funny i feel like daredevil does uh goes out of its way to make the uh, make the church have a good light yeah or at least the intention and they also the like, like make the denomination uh, oh yeah very, you're aware of what denomination <laughs> like, listen well, these are catholics okay yeah i mean that's just, <laughs> over over the years i mean that's what he's historically mm-hmm. known for yeah in fact uh there's a great comic book shop in burbank uh called house of secrets i love that place and in the back room, they have a bunch of stained glass windows of like superhero characters, but obviously, like I look at the Daredevil one, I'm just like, that one just makes sense. I want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that looks so cool. It's like a stained glass window with a D, like double Ds. Oh, it. that's awesome. Yeah, that's way cool. I think it's like seventy bucks. And I'm trying to think. Um, it's actually not that much money. No, it's not. I, I have to be honest. The Last Punisher. If I could watch it again without any like breaks. I think it would have been a lot better for me. Yeah. Because it's kind of slow, or it was a lot. There was a lot of slow moments. Mm-hmm. And, like, having to add on the commercials and all that, it's like, uh But it was on Netflix. It didn't have any commercials. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> it's, then it's, yeah, it's just slow. It was just really slow to me. I kind of dug it, but I, I get it. Because a lot of these uh, Marvel Netflix shows have a habit of running, like, nine to ten episodes, completing the main storyline, and then existing in the universe for, like, another two or three episodes. This is a lot of, too much psychology for me. <laughs> Once again, not to spoil too much, there's, like, multiple uh, conflicts happening throughout the season. And even the characters in the show acknowledge how ridiculous it is that they're trying to cram them together. It made sense to me because it's like they didn't try to make it like, oh, this guy only has one problem. That's believable. <laughs> you know, it's it's like a guy that chaotic kind of has a lot of things to like juggle at once. And so they, they show them and they kind of intertwine every once in a while because trouble, you know, finds trouble and everything. But it was a good show. The one thing I will say that I'm kind of glad about with all the shows, te- at least temporarily being canceled, is that I feel like we can breathe a little bit now. Because it's kind of like um, when you're a kid and you're like, your parents like, you know, you, you only have ice cream for dessert or when it's special or something. 
and then there's some day that happens, like a birthday or something, and you get as much as you want. And but you kind of have to like f- fulfill the commitment. So like you have this like bucket of ice cream in front of you, and you're like, okay, I could really take a breath, but I need to because it keeps coming. Because like so these Marvel shows keep coming out. I'm like, I know I'm gonna watch them. I sat through Iron Fist, <laughs> but because I don't want to miss anything. But now I'm kind of glad that at least for a little while, while production's in limbo, I can take like a breath from all the crazy shows. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, mm. I mean that's probably the only reason why I haven't caught up on the on those ones. I've been watching the ones that like I can watch with my kids, like Flash and stuff. Um, and I probably would have just been like, "Kids, you're going to bed early tonight," you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and I'll watch my own if that was all that was there. Yeah, like we've been definitely spoiled within the last four years of what what we've been able to watch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember before I'd, I would just watch Smallville, like and like that was fun, but like I watched it like a little while ago with my kids, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> there's some scenes and stuff in here. It's just didn't age well. That and well, you know, some of the stuff ages well, but like not all of it. I really loved that show, mm-hmm. Smallville. I'm I'm reading uh, the list of topics, and speaking of Marvel shows, I, I haven't seen this, but uh, this is the Loki show that's coming up is going to get one of the writers from Rick and Morty. Yeah, apparently. a showrunner. Yeah, and apparently it's supposed to be after Endgame. At is least it cartoon or live, live action? No, it's live action. Oh. Like Tom Hiddleston will be in it. Oh wow! So it's kind of weird. I don't. I'd have to imagine that there's only going to be a few episodes of this. Like they'll be like, "Oh, we're doing all these shows." It's like, mm, are they shows? Or are they like TV movies? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Michael Waldron. I'm not familiar with that name, but I, I guess like most people only know um, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. People are pulling from it that it's basically going to be funny. Because yeah. hey, we can take this guy from Rick and Morty, and he's a trickster. Right? Is it supposed to be a prequel? So that's what I was saying. I heard. I, I thought that uh, what I was reading was that it's supposed to be after Endgame. Huh. So like he survives. I love how the universe <laughs> spoils <laughs> itself. Exactly. Um, or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Yeah. People, I feel card. like they lie sometimes too. Oh, like with Feige. Like they, one time he was like, "Oh, that's not true. It's not going to be Endgame or whoever." It was. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the Russo brothers. So oh, was it? Okay, the, yeah. the name of the movie isn't wasn't in Infinity War. Like, yeah, it, was it was a very a... prominent dialogue. It was also in Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, but also like, yay for a couple of months without Marvel shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give I mean, us a breather. That is kind of nice. Uh, what, what were you talking about, Loki? Weren't we? I don't actually. I don't know what Loki show is going to be about, but it makes sense if they have. They're combining all the right names, like. Rick and Morty, Loki, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, Marvel. Like, okay, cool, I'm in. No, probably saw the success of Ragnarok being more of a lighthearted mm-hmm. movie than, like, hey, let's, let's make it more like that. It was a ride. Ragnarok wasn't even a movie to me. It was like a roller coaster. Our buddy uh, Scott from NerdSync, like, despises that movie. I would probably be along with him in certain aspects. There's a lot of things that were like, okay, I know you're trying to make this funny and you're trying to move the story along. But Thor has always been about this is my homeland. I'm here that you know I'm supposed to protect it, and then he destroys it, and you're like, what? Like, and and, and he has like no remorse. Hardly you can see like, oh well, it's, it's like the people. Stuff like, moving is moving too fast for me to care about this or whatever. Yeah, and it so felt like that a little I bit. feel there was more of that even in Infinity War than there was in the Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like of him being like, oh well, yeah, father died. Just yeah. Like, all that. Plus, mm-hmm. like, Hela's way overpowered comparatively. See, I wanted to see Hela come back as death for Thanos. Like, I've seen she, some people talk about cause that. Because she was, like, just Kate Blanchett, so badass. Like, and then you see the behind-the-scenes footage, like, without CG. Mm-hmm. And how much she had to imagine. Yeah. And it was like, you're such a great actress. <laughs> well, all those guys, because there was so much CG on everybody, but especially her, because she had things like 
flying out of her head and her body and everything. I was like, how? And also, she's not a spring chicken, but she looks great. Yeah, she does look really young. And uh, she did great. I, I get. I kind of get what you're saying, except like I've seen I've seen Ragnarok twice in theaters now, and uh, and like a few times at home because I own it, and I, I I really love it. I actually like the ride aspect. Actually, I have the poster right over there. I just put up. Um, but I liked being able to laugh at it. I wouldn't have minded if they kept the serious route, like with the first two Thor movies. Mm. But I guess the numbers just kind of showed. Like I thought they were great, but it seemed like everybody else hated both Thor movies, especially the second one. Yeah. So My get, kids love that second one. I don't know why. Like I'm like, well, it's not as. I feel like the first one's at least a little more fun. But yeah, the second one, it's like okay. I don't mind it. I I, I liked it. I, I the only reason I liked the first one more was because we saw him for the first time. So it's kind of like yeah. the first Matrix. Everything like nothing's gonna like do better. Mm. But uh, I I didn't find as much wrong with it. But everybody hated it. So like, it made sense. They were like, let's shift gears. It makes sense, but like I said, story story wise, historically, um, so far they've kind of kept the characters very, very kind of close. At least the characters like they should be in the Marvel universe. You know. I forget what he was like a dark elf or the bad guy in two. Yeah, yeah. I, I really dug that race and like the mm-hmm. technology they had, all that stuff. Like introducing the what stone was that? That was one of the real reality stone, I think it was or something. Yeah, oh, in the ether. Yeah, the ether. They technically make it a reality stone in this one. So super cool. A, uh, like I, gem a, a lot of people didn't people. like that movie, I guess, but I yeah, I thought it was awesome. I remember when, uh, actually, on the RKVC YouTube channel, when the trailer came out, yeah. we both did kind of, it was like a joke reaction, but we kind of did feel like that. Like, we were just watching, we are like, this looks so massive. They went, like, almost Michael Bay level, like, balls to the wall. Isn't that the one that tied in with S.H.I.E.L.D., actually, too, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, literally right after the movie, or two days after S.H.I.E.L.D. started. They're like, cleaning up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they're like, oh, we're still cleaning up from that crazy, th- you know. That was in London or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a massive universe so far in the last 10, 10 11 years. Mm-hmm. Charlie Cox, he had, in his little thing, he was like, I was hoping that this would go on forever, which is kind of weird. Uh, he's been in movies before. Stardust, my favorite yeah. movie of all time. And I've said that about Christmas Story, but Stardust. <laughs> like I, I imagine that a lot of TV people are like, oh, I'd like, re- I'd like to be rather be in movies because mm-hmm. maybe I guess it's not as demanding. You can do like one movie a year as opposed to how often a you have whole to be season of television. Constantly have to be there. So I'd imagine that they'd want to do that instead. But mm-hmm. he was all like, oh, I was hoping to do this forever. <laughs> you know. Like, I wonder if it's just more of like a, I don't know, is he married to his kids or something? I don't know. Like, I wonder if it's kind of the equivalent of a musician taking like a Vegas residency. Mm. Like, to, to most people, especially musicians, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you're doing this Celine Dion thing. But you want to have a family, but still, you know, have a career as a pop star. Like, it sounds like a fair trade. Because if you're in a movie, God, like, if you're in any of these Marvel movies, it's probably like a, at least a couple locations, if not like a handful. Yeah. Like crazy places. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they filmed a lot of, what's it, the last one in Africa, didn't they? Infinity War? Yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff's in New Zealand. I thought it was maybe. New Zealand, yeah. For uh, Age of Ultron, they were in like There, there uh, was parts Taiwan of or Atlanta that they filmed for uh, Infinity War. They oh, used yeah, Atlanta for a lot of spots. For Wakanda, too. I forgot about that. Um, speaking of, I'm going to take another opportunity to like take a stab at Aquaman. <laughs> so have you seen Aquaman yet? I have not seen Aquaman. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, Guys, I was trying keep... to go this weekend with my kids, but, like, our youngest like daughter is, like, almost – or she's three. And uh-huh. so, like, she's – if you take her to a theater and she's not going to go to sleep immediately or if she's not extremely interested in whatever it is, she will just run amok. And, like, uh-huh. run around, 
Yeah. Um, so this isn't good for that because it's really long. Yeah. So it might be one of those like find a sitter kind of exactly, days, or, which or is like expensive a, sometimes. Or like a youth group kid that wants to play with the baby for three hours. <laughs> There's nobody that does that. Oh really? <laughs> no. I feel like when I was a kid in youth group, like. Uh, at least all the girls, but probably some of the guys, but all the girls were like, give me your baby. See, they'll, they'll say that like when you're there, mm-hmm. but then, um, you know, if you're going to leave it anywhere, <laughs> you leave gotcha. your child somewhere, they're like, uh. uh well, anyway, Aquaman, uh, speaking of going to locations, they did not go to locations, and it is painfully evident. Like, and it's places that, I mean, obviously aren't cheap to go to, but I feel like as the highest grossing movie or one of the highest grossing movies of the year, are they you know they could have done they wasted more money on justice league than they would have locations but they're like in sicily or something at some point and it's like that doesn't sound too crazy right but it's clearly green screened and then when the credits roll you see um uh plate units where they go they act they did have either have somebody go or they had a unit there film plates for the actors to green screen and i was like how why? I'm not sure why they do that. I, f- I swear it's because they want to control the scenario. Because mm-hmm. even like Aquaman's father is on the dock. He, he's he was the one who runs the lighthouse. Whatever. It's clearly a green screened sunset. It's gorgeous. But you know they're in L.A. There's a lot of gorgeous sunsets. But I imagine it was because like they needed to. to it needed to be this way. And that you can't wait for that to happen, you know. So I imagine there there was a lot of the, that type of reason. It just had been a while since I'd seen a movie on that massive of a scale take that shortcut. A lot of a lot too, of shortcuts, yeah. yeah. Um, CG was all right for what it was, you know, like mm-hmm. the, all the washing and the waves and underwater things. Oh yeah, they, they they tried to make sense of why they could talk underwater. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, it's literally just for the movie yeah you think because they can't have bubbles <laughs> coming otherwise out you, just, you wouldn't see anybody be like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm which, man. which which is fine because it's like you know explosions in space mm. it's like accept it but they're like <laughs> certain properties and gravity ha- ha- like they they do it well where like the logic makes sense in that context mm. you know like um like force awakens or last jedi as much as people hated them they're like oh but the explosions in space i'm like there's bugs driving air, you know, spaceships. I'm good. I'm good with the noise, you know, and stuff. But that girl can fly a ship. Yeah. Oh God. That like, was such a bad argument on that. I forget if we done, I forget if we've done this on the podcast, but I've had this rant with Granny Potty Mouth, and I think she almost pissed herself. But <laughs> I, because she doesn't like sci-fi, so she hadn't seen it, and she was asking what all the hubbub was about, and I was like, I can't remember the actress's name, the Asian gal. That was the mechanic. Played Rose. Yeah. Um, you know, beautiful woman and like great new addition in my eyes to the Star Wars universe. And also it was funny, like so it became kind of a racial thing, but it was like, okay, we introduced one Asian person in the history of Star Wars. Let's just be okay with it because we're in an alien universe. But they were saying like she was a Mary uh Sue where she could do anything, blah blah. It's like she just fit yeah, the but plot. So it was literally like everybody else that we focus on on yeah. this in the series. <laughs> but she they also established she was like a mechanic ahead of time, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like how does she just jump in a spaceship and fly? I'm like, She's an everyone. Motherfucker. Well, also, everyone flies a spaceship, including, like, giant alien bugs and stuff. <laughs> for some reason, like. But you believe that. A, mm. For some reason, like, a woman flying a spaceship is completely unbelievable. Yeah, you can't. You can't believe it. <laughs> but, See, like, I, I feel like there's, like, two sides to it, and people try to, like, pick away in the middle. Like, oh, look yeah. at it. Like, these idiots on both sides in the middle. And you're like, wait a minute. No, no, no. There's some big annoying annoyances of that movie. 
I don't mind her. She's great as a person, yeah. as an actress, whatever. I don't want to pick apart she her personally Finn. at all. That was one of the big things that kind of annoyed me that she saved him. I was like, I'm <laughs> trying to save people, kind of thing. Like I was just about to do that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Literally. It's like, I just What's going to happen? That you, now that you stopped myself. me, now that you stopped me, they're going to blow through that wall and kill everybody. Mm. I was the only one. Like, what doesn't make any sense? And then she like reaches over like to kiss him or whatever. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's way forced. And her plot, like, yeah. I felt like it was kind of like a pointless run around like it didn't make any sense in the end subplot that yeah i mean she's great like she's a great actress great person i don't care I, I actually hope that she gets more work out of this because it's the people are being a-holes but like stepping out of the theater mm-hmm. like i just not i gotta chew on this for a while and like i just sat there like the next couple of days like thinking through like all my thoughts like it just didn't feel right <laughs> it's so funny because i we i know we talked about this before but like Vince, myself, uh, Jeff, and Colby from Most of Late, we walked out, like, unironically, we were like, instant classic. That was great. That was probably, like, my favorite Star Wars movie. And <laughs> not to say that everybody has to agree ones. with that, but it was just, it was so surprising once we started seeing the fallout. I'm like, oh, I guess it wasn't a good Star Wars movie. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> Solo was good, too. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. I, I can understand why they would say Ray is somewhat of a Mary Sue because they made it in a an attempt in the first trilogy to be like, Luke needs to go through some training yeah. to get through here. We're like, oh, great. It's time for Ray to do some training. She does absolutely no training. And she's like, just amazing. That's like, kind of like almost the definition of Mary mm-hmm. Sue. I don't like the term, but like the definition was be like, she just shows up. She knows everything. She does everything. It's like a and, bad plot. Well, and, and yeah, you're, you're pointing to the facts. The history of Star Wars is, was Yoda said that Luke Skywalker is strong with the force, mm. you know? But he yeah. still had to go through training. Yeah, it's supposed to be. So like... even if she was strong with the force, she still would have needed some damn training. See, to me, the whole message was the force. The whole facade about the force was kind of a bunch of bullshit, kind of like an uh, organized religion sort of sort of way. Yeah. Where it's like this is available to everyone, not just people born with it. Which I know is like a hot topic to like not touch with and Star Wars fans. The church and the books down. But as as uh, as a casual fan. I was like, I kind of like that message. I like, I like, um, you know, my niece can be that little kid at the end that, you know, mm. sweeps without, you know, holding the broom. That's the thing, though. Like, you can't, you can't piss on <laughs> the people that build, mm-hmm. like, build these comics. The people that love to listen or, or watch them. My brother-in-law loved Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He read every single book ever written, and so he wasn't even a fan of the Force Awakens. He was not happy about that either, because you know. Obviously, in uh, I can't remember what universe they called it, but basically, they didn't even try. They just erased it. Like, we're just going to not even care. And that just kind of it killed him. Yeah, there's there's some, like, decent breakdowns online about it, and there's some jerks about it, and then there's some jerks on the other side, too. It just gets annoying after a while. I, I kind of, goodbye. I didn't want to listen to it anymore. Yeah. Scott um, Nerdsing actually reposted one of my favorite things about the um, kind of asshole haters. Not the you know fans that are disappointed like the asshole haters of mm-hmm. Star Wars. Uh, they had some criticisms of the movie. I kind of go back to what you were saying about like there's a lot of stuff that like you actually could comment on, and there's a lot yeah. of stuff that doesn't really doesn't matter. But you should. But they they were talking about stuff that didn't matter, and kind of got some stuff wrong. And somebody commented like it's all why it's almost like the Star Wars critics uh, aren't watching the movies, the new movies, and then someone else commented like no, they're too busy complaining about them to watch yeah. them. It was like that sounds about right because I the one thing I do think. Once again, it's kind of an outsider looking in. I th- I think the hardcore Star Wars fans will always be unhappy. There's yeah. never going to be a movie that's not going to completely disappoint them. Because I, th- I think I think like Force Awakens was very true to Star Wars universe. I mean, I know they modeled it after like New Hope and everything, but I could see them swinging that way because with the prequels they try to do something different 
and that didn't get received well. Mm-mm. And so it's like, well, Force Awakens got received pretty darn well. But see, all I heard was like super hate from the, the like not as much as Last Jedi, but yeah. I just remember when it came out, like I was reading like Star Wars fans, what is this bullshit? Like, and it's, and there was criticism coming from all directions. Like, it's too much like New Hope. It's not enough like the trilogy. It's like mm-hmm. and. Everybody um, has a freaking opinion, man. But I, I, I think it's not a matter of like if people are gonna like or if hardcore fans are gonna like it or not. It's to s- the severity which they will dislike it. Yeah, I mean, like take a look at the <clears throat> Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes, like the audience score is eighty-seven percent. Mm-hmm. Damn, but, and that's that's, really that's pretty high. good. Like I, I hardly heard anything really about that. I heard some fan, like I said, my brother-in-law, he still saw it. He's like, eh, I just didn't, wasn't a fan because yeah. they didn't bring in the, uh, Luke. And on top of it, like, they don't have Mara Jade or anything else that, like, is in the other book. So he wasn't happy about that. Okay, granted. The second movie, Reshaped. Ryan Johnson even took away from J.J. Abrams' like story. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to do my own thing, which I think was a horrible idea. Like, <laughs> just because Why? you already set up, like, all these stuff in the first, like, yeah. oh, Ray's got parents or something, like... Ray's parents are nothing. Wait a minute, what? I see this panning out kind of like the Matrix trilogy did. Yeah. Where it's like the first one was the most well-received, the second one was despised, the third one kind of fixed some things, Mm -hmm. but people didn't really love it. That's what I feel like it's going to be, too. I feel like I'm definitely going to see the third one. But I'm like I'm gonna go into it being like oh, I'm just gonna brace for this like. But I, that's why I feel like like almost every Star Wars fan kind of like goes into new movies like they're like well it's not gonna be as good as the originals you know. Mm. As long as they keep extent. putting blue teddy milk in there, <laughs> I'm good man. That was a little ridiculous, but at the same time like you know what sure. Oh, man. I want to see what the current. Um, I was gonna say what's the last Jedi score? The last I Jedi what score. Solo's score was too because I feel like that was a really solid movie it for was, his. It's all story, but line. people hated it enough they canceled all the other in between movies for Star Wars. Last Jedi is 45 percent. Ouch, it's yeah. a 91. Well, that's 91 for Tomato Meter, that's like all the critics. See, the maybe, audience score is 45. I wonder what the critics' point of view is because I like literally I went back and watched it again and I was like, I still really like this, it didn't change my mind. What so. was that for? Last Jedi is 91 for the critics, it's basically like Tomato Meter for all like. Anyone that has, like, press credentials, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then the audience score is 45. What was Solo on there? Oh, Solo. Uh, I, ima- I imagine it was probably taken pretty well. I feel, it had the lowest uh, box office uh, of Ouch. all the Star Wars movies, I think. I'd imagine. I, I mean, after, following after Jedi. Like, people want to try to bl- downplay The Last Jedi's people being upset about it. They're like, oh, it's just a bunch of fanboys. They're just, you know, going to all the sites and, like, mm-hmm. you know doing some kind of hacking or who knows what like i don't feel like that's the way i feel like there is a genuine amount of people that were not very happy the thing that separate that uh kind of broke the illusion for me and i think for most people was that it wasn't harrison ford mm-hmm. even though it couldn't have been mm-hmm. yeah but they very clearly made it like a different person kind of i mean it's supposed to be harrison ford's character like that um solo but the eight when you do the math of the age you're like he should have looked a lot more like harrison if you were going by that really like uh, strict timeline. Yeah. Um, but if you ignore the fact that if you ignore like them trying to do some weird CG attempt to make a younger Harrison Ford, yeah, it was a really fun movie. It was the first fun Star Wars film in my eyes. I loved it. Uh, I actually want to see it again now that I'm thinking. It's about on it. Netflix. Is it? Yeah. You know what? It just remind you might reminded me of the thing we had we, we were talking about earlier. How they they can make you look younger now, mm-hmm. you know, in films. And I brought up Carrie Fisher, but. The thing I had forgotten and now remember is Tron. Remember when they did the young? Uh, that still had some goofy. Like it looked, it looked a better though because it was always in the dark. 
Yeah, it still looked a little funny. But it was in that like dark, like city universe kind I of. I wonder deal. If, if if that was like fully CG or or if it was him just like. I'd uh, imagine it'd be him, like you just get layered, yeah, motion cap thing. Because they they've been doing that since Beowulf. Why can't I remember the dude's name? What's his name? Jeff Bridges, man. Is, I thought that looked pretty good. Everyone that I know that loved that series or loved Tron, yeah. loved that movie. I think they did do like the follow ups, right? Yeah. Because. It couldn't have been the original Tron because it. it I, I think when people go back and watch the original Tron now, yeah, they like I, the people that are fans of it um, that talk about it. I don't think they realize like how slow the original one was. Unless mm-hmm. you're like a hardcore mm-hmm. fan and watch it all the time, like people are like, "Oh, Tron, it was so revolutionary," blah blah. blah. And then if they show it to like their kids, they'd be like, "They just fall asleep in the oh, first ten minutes." Oh God, yeah, yeah. But if you remember seeing it at the time it came out, it's like I've never seen anything like this before. I feel that's another thing where I feel like I'm spoiled or, or like I'm not patient enough with these things anymore because Punisher was a really great season and you know that like Tron is a great movie uh, uh, what's the other one Blade Runner is another like amazing mm-hmm. movie and I should be able to like sit through those and be very riveted and like you know involved with the whole thing mm-hmm. but uh, my attention span I th- I'm a definitely in a millennial <laughs> but the but the Tron sequel man like they they created the movie that people th- thought they saw or a follow-up to the movie they thought they saw it was like really fast-paced the the light cycle races were crazy so mm-hmm. cool and uh jeff bridges like he he aged into the role yeah. really well <laughs> and then daft punk was like in the movie and the soundtrack so yep. cool and evangeline lily wasn't it yeah evangeline. oh it's a breakout about that. yeah oh wow yeah somehow i didn't remember that how long ago was that i wonder I'd have to say that was probably 2010. That makes sense. That I was going to say 2011. Oh, that see. makes sense. Holy moly. Has it really been that long? It's almost a I, I'm pretty middle. good at like guessing things like yeah. this. I want to I wanna say I'm t- within two years. Uh, Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is a 2010 movie directed yeah. by... Yeah. Damn, nailed it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Olivia Wilde's in there, too. I, I remember Olivia Wilde, but, man. Oh, no, it was Olivia Wilde. Sorry, okay. I was thinking for someone to Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, it was okay. Olivia Wilde. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, well, no, it's the L's. That sounded right to me once you said yeah. 2010 because Record Store Day, they had a single for one of the Daft Punk songs from the soundtrack, and the 45 was a, a like a light disc. Yeah, mm-hmm. forgot about stuff. I was like, oh, I want that. So cool. <laughs> no, it was cool. As for Solo, I think it, what did it get? Seventy. It got seventy for the critics. tomatoes. Oh yeah, and then, it was uh, kind of even, like both critics and yeah. audience. Kind of, it was panned about half similar. And half. Yeah, but oh, I think so. the, the box office numbers just, just didn't show. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, the way the ratings were, even it's just like it was okay. It was a good movie. I want to echo what like my my friends that are super Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. They said how I was kind of feeling, which was we didn't really ask for a solo film. What we asked for was, I guess, um, Boba Fett film, Obi Wan, Obi Wan like, film. They would rather had Ewan McGregor just Ewan suit McGregor. back up as yeah. aged as he is now, Damn. and he could be like, "Hey, it's in between." And I they love were Ewan McGregor. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that a plan for the next? Uh, there was some talks, I like, and what, what, I remember he was like, "Nobody's talked to me about it, but I'd be in." Like, kind of deal. What was the next one supposed to be that they ended up canceling? Oh, I don't know. There was another one coming up that they were like, nope, they're all at the table now. Yeah, because of Solo, right? Well, I, I think... Is that what you said? Yeah, because like, I think part of the suspicion of Solo was there was like Star Wars fatigue. Yes. Um, mainly because like Star Wars was supposed to become like this Christmas tradition from Disney. Mm-hmm. And then Solo came out in like the summer or something. And then well, they we also had the one out every Solo. Year, every um, Rogue One. 
Rogue One. Yeah, but that was that too. But that was two years. Before, that was before. Right? But we were having like a solo. We were having a film like every year. Every year. Yeah. But but I thought that the idea was like it would be like every Christmas. It'd be roughly a year between all of them. Mm-hmm. And between like Last Jedi, it was Last Jedi and Solo. Yeah. Like there was like six months. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of time. Solo film is kind of crazy because it was originally done by uh, Miller and Lord, which oh, oh really? Uh, yeah. For it was actually ha- almost shot halfway through with huh. them and Disney like, uh, execs were like. Shooting. We don't like what you're doing. We don't want oh, this, whatever. Which you know, it kind of makes me crazy because I love those dudes and yeah. they're hilarious. They in fact took that on as opposed to Lego Movie Two, mm. and then like they got fired, which does not happen. Like they literally got like fired, fired. Wow. They had to have done something. I imagine because they're funny guys that they made the film more really fun. funny. Really funny. Too funny. Yeah. So, like, they're like, no, we don't want to do this kind of deal. That's what I'm just assuming. Like, I don't yeah. know for sure. Speaking of, have you seen Lego Movie 2? I have not. Oh, so okay. Good. No spoilers. Is it good? It's really good. It was, it was everyone, a lot of fun. everyone I say has been like, it's not as good. But, like, oh, I don't it's, know. it's it, not as good as the first one. It can't be as good as the first one because it's the, 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 the twist is already there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's uh, in the minds of the kids and stuff. Yeah. So, but they keep playing Rolling up on, on it. And, like, mm. not much can be said about the movie about spoiling stuff. Mm. It's, it's not as massive. But the plot's they, pretty good, though. But they do kind of uh, take shots at everyone who didn't want to be involved. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so funny. So, like, uh, Jason Momoa voices Aquaman in Lego Movie 2. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. It's all the tropes, too. And they also, they, they uh, I don't want to give away jokes. Away. I don't want to give so, away, too. So, uh, there's, there's something else about, like, when there's characters and, like, properties that were in the first Lego Movie that don't happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. And they're very vocal <laughs> about being meta about it. It's really funny. And and then the song, the follow-up song is brilliant. Have you heard it yet? So, so, you know, the first movie was Everything is Awesome. Everything is Awesome. So this one, there's kind of two things. Uh, they have a reprise for Everything is Awesome called Everything is Not Awesome. Or Everything's Not Awesome. And it's a, like everything's a... Everything's Not Awesome. It's like a piano ballad. It's like, everything's not awesome. But it's like a mu- musical theater. There's like an ensemble singing it, and the, it's it's so bizarre. You just have to see it or listen to the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Then the main song is called Catchy Song, mm-hmm. and it's uh, a Dylan Francis with like T-Pain and then a, a girl that I can't remember her name. A little girl is a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of uh, Ella Funk, that album from uh, oh, Black, Black Eyed Peas. But it, the lyrics are literally, this song's going to get, this song's going to get, this song's going to get stuck in your head, and it does. It's good. Nice. It's it a does. good freaking tune, too. And I guess, I don't know if it's Dylan Francis or whoever wrote it, said that they specifically studied Max Martin's formula <laughs> and did an over-exaggerated version of it mm-hmm. to make, like, a really legit pop song that was self, like, sarcastic about itself. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely like listening to it on my own. Oh, I can see thousands and thousands if not hundreds of thousands kid of kids just yeah. like dancing around to this song. Oh, yeah. Annoying so, the shit out of their parents. You know, like, so in the first movie, you know how they, there was all these, like, jokes? It's kind of like Shrek. There's, like, it's it's a kid movie made for kids specifically, like little kids, but they put in jokes for parents. Yeah. So that, like, mm-hmm. it's not even adult jokes necessarily, just, like, jokes that, like, parents can laugh at, that kids can laugh at for different reasons. Yeah. And in Lego Movie 2... They take it like a step further and purposely make like bad dad jokes, <laughs> and then, and then like, oh god, okay, sure, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> well, your trainer. Yeah, so there's there's some things where because you know how um, in the first movie they had, uh, oh, there was like weird pronunciations for things that end up being things in the real world. I can't remember. Mm. Well, you know how like the the crackle was like super glue and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that's there's stuff right. like that happens in this movie, but 
um, now that you know that that those are the reasons why they call things weird things, you're, you're figuring out some stuff is kind of like obvious. And this isn't a spoiler because I think they said this in the trailer, but like they go to the cis star system. It's like okay, we're going to sister's room. Mm-hmm. There's other things that you can hear in the way they're saying. There's like a twist. And then once they're revealed, like, the characters are physically frustrated. That's why it's called that. Mm. It's like, yes, okay, I'm, I'm in. Like, it's... I, I just love the uh, Duplo stars. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. The pain. The pain. It's but so it's, it's definitely worth seeing. Like, I might see it again. You did know? you ever Did you ever watch the Teen Titans go to the movies? No. It was really funny. And there's a part still. in the movie... They, they literally go to the movies in the movie. Yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, wait, we're going to go to the movies. And they see, like, the new Batman movie or something. And, like, all the superheroes are watching their own movies. Mm-hmm. And so, like, oh, a trailer for a new movie. It's going to be, like, Batman's belt is in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred is in the movie. Batman's and belt. the Batmobile is has its own oh, movie. Geez. And Robin really wants his own movie. Yeah. And so, you know, they're all sad about it. But they start singing this song. Like, it busts out with, like, this panda bear who is Michael Bolton. Nice. He sings this like, you know, inspiring lift up song, and like it's like <laughs> so hilarious. I love that. Yeah, I, I just don't know enough about the Teen Titans in general to mm-hmm. have like caught up. And I feel like it's very similar to Doctor Who. It doesn't ma- like that one, especially the Teen Titans Go, because you have the old Teen Titans that were in like the early two thousands, which is actually a great show if you have mm-hmm. time to watch that cartoon. It's really good. I missed it because we were in college. And we yeah. just didn't have time for cartoons apparently. Yeah. Uh, and uh, except for pirated Family Guy episodes. Yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> and Homestar Runner maybe. And Pirates <laughs> of the Dark Water. Oh, that was way late, the way before. But Teen Titans Go is like a, the super kitty version to where yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with like anything like gotcha. it's just completely random and the movie plays off of it that's gotcha. cool well, a lot of people hate it young justice i, I need oh. to finish that too have you watched the new season mm-hmm. uh they're releasing they re- i think they went up to episode nine or ten or something i feel like i like that i would i liked that better than teen titans oh it's yeah the same team it's just older i don't know some of the some of the voices are the same not all of them but like it's really good like yeah. especially the They've done three seasons now. Uh, We're on the third season. And if you have, like, I think it's the DC Universe app or whatever it is, you can watch it. I accidentally paid for it. So, Uh, (laughs) oops. What's the the new show on there? The uh, Doom Patrol? Doom Patrol, yeah. So, you know what's funny? Do you remember you and Vince talking about that? And Mm, I had no clue what it was about. Like, you guys were like, oh, there's that thing with the villains. And then you guys were like, Doom something or whatever, Doom Patrol. And then, so, so that's the only reason I knew it. I was not familiar with this at all. And then one of our friends, uh, Taylor, who's a new, uh, she just moved to LA like maybe a year ago. Took on a, she went to makeup school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a little bit of work on Doom Patrol. No, so awesome. she posted like, "Oh, I just did some makeup for Doom Patrol." I was like, "Oh, cool, that's that thing that Josh and Vince were talking about." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Vince, like Taylor got the thing on Doom Patrol." He's like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, yeah. "You told me about it." It's the only reason I know about it. Like, I have no idea what this is besides that one instance. That's you guys funny, were talking we both about it. Don't remember. Yeah, I have no. That's what weird. About. I don't. I would. I would like almost believe that it didn't happen, except I didn't have any knowledge besides like you guys mentioning it. So it was, must have been something. Yeah, I think like, it's something. It was else. said, or then yeah. like, like, oh, maybe I heard of that from something else. Because they're still a team. I know nothing it's about weird. them. I, I don't yeah, know. I, don't very know much about I only know the name. Beast Boy used to be on the team. That's what I know about it. I, I only know the name because of the conversation you guys had had at one point. So it, re- it like I remembered it when she was like, oh, I made. T- the way it like, sounds, it makes it sounds like it's like a show about villains, but no, <laughs> I guess not. It, I I don't know much about it at all. The, I know that like comic readers love Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Interesting. That's all I know about it. But 
the trailer looks awful to me, or the one trailer I saw. <sighs> Those shows, like the Teen Titans show, mm-hmm. like maybe that's what you're thinking I'm talking about. Like, maybe. no, we're talking. I'm just talking about the cartoons. The new yeah, show yeah. that that's just come Live out looks awful. And I mean, like the response maybe to people who love the DC stuff has been like, oh, don't hate on it. Ooh. I loved the like looks old awful. school. Like it almost looked like uh, Dexter's Laboratory, mm-hmm. the way they did. Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go. Yeah. yeah teen, is that what it was? Teen Titans Go? Mm-hmm. They were like kids, you know? Like, yeah, it does I look like that, that one, though. Is that the one? You're not talking about that one, though, either. No, I, I was I was just talking about the live action one. Okay. They have, like, on the DC Universe app, um, the, they have this. They have their own shows they're doing. Kind of like what Marvel wants to do. DC yeah. was trying to, like, we're going to meet first kind of deal. So yeah. they have their own little thing where you can watch a bunch of different movies and a bunch of different TV shows. I would have... I probably would have actually subscribed to it if it had everything, like everything mm. DC. I'm like, sweet, yeah, put it all on there, and I'll watch that yeah. a lot because they have great cartoons and great shows. They they only have specific things. If they had all of their uh, movies, their their, their yeah. animated movies for they free have a on lot there, of them, but they don't have all of them. If I, if that was the case, I would pay for that because mm. that's the only real things I like from DC. Really. You can get a free trial, but yeah, mm. D- DC needs to like. At least for the movies, they needed to pause for a little bit. Besides, like, what's working. Like, Wonder Woman definitely needs to keep going. Aquaman, as, like, a viewer, needs to stop for a while. But from money-wise, it makes sense to keep going. But, like, this whole, like, connected universe stuff, like, they, they can't. They, until they find somebody to, like, work that out, they can't do it. And then this TV stuff. I haven't seen any of this. So I don't want to judge. But just based on, like, everybody's feedback, it's like, maybe... Take a look at that again, too, you know? Like, yeah. Oh my and Robin, gosh. I remember one of the... I haven't seen anything but a few of the trailers, and Robin busts out. It's like, F that. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> in, it Most of it was how bad the delivery was. Yeah. It wasn't even the fact that Robin said fuck. Like, it was like, what? why did you get, like, the wimpiest... Act? Okay. I mean, he doesn't... I don't know. I'm... There's so much more of that that I'm more disappointed in. I mean... They just can't even like you could take you can't take Beast Boy and Starfire or Starfire and just put I mean just make them the colors they're supposed to be yeah I mean like you know, Beast Boy's supposed to be green Starfire is supposed to be like uh, bronze like why can't we do that so like oh no wait they turn green yes. when they change their power change into their powers so oh, it's like geez. come on Agents of Shield had like yeah, an yeah. entire like fleet of Cree people painted yeah. blue give I mean, me a break you can't spring for that in that like first or second season they had that whole island full of like mutants. Mm-hmm. And uh, was I'm sure they don't have a lot of money for any of the uh, CGI that's stuff, what it is, but like yeah. the more things you add, the more money it becomes. See, I think Marvel even learned this with um, what was the thing in uh, Inhumans when they bite off more they can chew and still try to make it work, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Yeah. So like they, you know, that actually, was ambitious. No spoilers because uh, this isn't a spoiler because nobody's gonna watch it. But like, <laughs> Inhumans, you know, Medusa is probably one of the more ambitious TV characters because yeah. her half her body's CG because like the hair and everything. Yeah. And the first episode, they're like, nope, shave it off. As definitely a, yeah. It was like it was a cut budget cut. Yeah. So it, so it's just kind of like it's almost like um, casting Finn Jones, Fire Fist. No, I like <laughs> like it. It was it was kind of like I don't know if. Oh, how do we do this? So, like, what shows are there happening? Like, um, it's like they did uh, Daredevil, and they just couldn't afford, like, action scenes, you know, or something. It's like, mm. maybe not. So it's just drama. 
which just, I feel like it had it had quite a bit of CG in it because they had the dog, dog yeah. they had a lockjaw, and a bunch of other stuff. You know, like they seemed like they had some money to put into cool. it. But it, I think for her though, it would have been any time she existed in frame. Yeah, her hair would have been like floating or whatever. She, yeah, <sighs> it just would have been that much cooler. Fandom would have liked it better because they basically would have had it done what they did with Hela and Thor, yeah. Ragnarok. Like anywhere she goes, everything would be following her. You know? They could have just not had her in every single episode, or um, they just you know leave her hair normal and then until it goes crazy. I guess yeah. I don't know. Or just wait, yeah. just yeah. wait, just don't do it until it's right. Time. Yeah, I mean it was a re- it was originally a movie. Movie, yeah. yeah. And uh, my kids still love it. My kids really love that. I th- I think it was fun. It was all right. I, I there, there, horrible inhuman humans. Yeah. There there was the oh come on you cut off her hair thing. Yeah. But I, I had fun watching the whole thing. Like I still, to me, it's still better than most of the DC shows that I tried watching. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it was like watching fish out of water. It's basically what it was like for me, because mm-hmm. literally they're like moon people on Earth, yeah, and they don't know anything. Which seems to be like it, it seemed to be portrayed okay-ish. I just feel like it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't thought through enough. And then just... like that Minotaur guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. On the moon is a lot of <laughs> weird thing. There was a lot of things to take in. They they needed they needed to spend more time on the moon to explain like how that ecosystem worked. Mm-hmm. Because so there's movies again. There's gravity and well, air. No, no oh, so like, not, not ecosystem like a society. Sorry, that was uh, a better word. Yeah. So like there's so our, um we're uh, friends with some of the people that have to do with Super Carlin Brothers, and they pointed out in previous videos technically Wakanda doesn't work. Not mm-hmm. everybody can be a scientist. Yeah, there's got to be some like blue collar laborers. Uh, but like they just in Wakanda? Was that in Wakanda? Yeah, because that, there are. Uh, but mm, kind of, but like it's just overshadowed. Like it, it's it's overshadowed. But they 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 kind of like play it off. Like there isn't enough money to make that like. They did throw one food scene in there. Thing work, Remember yeah. <laughs> it's like them grilling chicken or something like that. But like, well, it, there's people walking up and down the street too with like buckets market, on their heads or whatever. Yeah, like market yeah, stuff. Like a bizarre yeah. style. Yeah. But, like, you never see anybody... There's no construction workers, you know, stuff for all those buildings and things. They just show you the technology, but, yeah. But with um, Inhumans, they kind of start touching on that. Like, some people are, div- like, becoming... You know, they're yeah. born to be a peasant. You know, you're born people, to be real, the... royalty. But then they just, they just like, well, that's how it is, and we move on. We're like, wait, if there's slavery going on, we need to figure out why this is okay with everybody, because then the heroes aren't really heroes. If... Which I guess is kind of... I can't remember his name. The guy that was from Misfits... Ewan Raywan, like oh. his character was kind of like this isn't right, you know, like, yeah. and he was supposed to be the villain, but it was like I'm kind of feeling his vibe though, because he was trying to liberate. There was the like slavery. Yeah, there's well, like an in- he was kind of trying to take. He over. was doing he it for was himself. To <laughs> other things. He was doing he it for himself, yeah. but motives. he was doing it for himself and like on behalf of like people like him, kind of. You know, it was definitely more yeah. selfish, but it was like I I get his thing at the beginning though because there's an inbred royalty line that's like that's how you you get to rule you know because your grandma's your mom but like <laughs> the, they, they don't like talk about like how does the eco or how does a society of like peasants work and day laborers and stuff like like not that I, once again i know that not everybody's going to want that drawn drawn out thing but like <laughs> there's a few things like we just we'll touch on this in the next episode but like vince and i just saw Alita battle angel a couple times and even though there's a lot left out of that, um, I feel like I left feeling okay. I get how this world works hmm. a- enough to not have weird questions of like, hey, what about that one guy? That one guy? Why is he the bad guy? Because yeah. he he's a he was born to be a slave. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But um, and then Wakanda kind of like, I guess from what you said, like they showed some stuff, but they didn't make it apparent there were questions. Like I never questioned T'Challa. Like I was like, yeah. is he a slave like labor like master? Like is that how this? I don't know what's going on. Like they just kind of like everybody's smart. No, they were like <laughs> they're just a hidden. They didn't their country didn't want to have any anything to do with mm-hmm. the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and so they're just hidden. Like obviously, you have, you know, they bring down shields. Like you go through the mm-hmm. thing, nobody knows. It just looks like it's like an old, you know, third how, world country. I dug how quickly, or they don't even show you, like when the other tribes join Wakanda to fight the big fight in mm-hmm. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. They, they don't show like any of that subplot or like any of their emotions of why or like yeah like how that treaty works if they're kind of a little bit yeah. at war with each other but at the same time all protected on the same shield right or what they get yeah out. it's There's kind of understood no negotiation or anything hmm. maybe there was i don't know but well it makes I sense like i mean after the first of... movie though i feel like they were kind of more friends with mbaku than they were yeah and i will tell what was it, it was like day every time they cut to wakanda or whatever um, <laughs> so that's something that i'm so pissed that someone pointed out because I, I love the MCU, but people pointing out, like, wait, if the snap happened here, then how do these different scenes in different movies happen? I was like, okay, nope. Ah. <laughs> I didn't want to think about that. Well, like, <laughs> when the snap happens, the Nick Fury is, what, in New York or whatever? In the daytime. And is also in daytime. And, and like, that's uh, supposed to be on, like, 12-hour difference. And Ant-Man yeah. is in daytime. Maybe it takes right. a while for it to get around the world. That, that's yeah. what I'm telling myself now. <laughs> exactly. Because, it just makes sense of it. Because literally in Africa, New York, and San Francisco is simultaneously daytime. Yeah. And <laughs> sure. Well, New York and San Francisco can work. Uh, daytime? I guess. It's only four hours. Yeah. But I mean, that in in combination with Wakanda, because I'm, I'm using it's Wakanda. The Wakanda thing. Okay, I'm using, I'm like using Wakanda as like the, the start time. Yeah. Because that's where it happens. Least, mm-hmm. Like six or seven hour difference. So then you start, like, you're making that stretch from Wakanda to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, oh, no. oh, okay. No, I'm thinking just New York to San Francisco. Yeah. Like, that could totally work. It's cringeworthy, for sure. But, but I was like, oh, I'm just not going to think about it. It's yeah. like, oh, the snap has to echo through, I don't know, yeah. whatever. It's, it's like okay. a ripple in time. It doesn't happen all at once. Exactly. <laughs> it starts at the one. It has to follow around the timeline. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a faith of a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Superman, Superman goes around backwards. Yeah. Bring that up. <laughs> he turns <laughs> the time. He has to go around the world. Even he oh. had to go around yeah, the world that's, a few that's times. What, that's what we need to start. Make DC great again. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we just, well I definitely ahead. have some stuff I want to say about DC, but we should save it for another podcast. Yeah, let's do it next time. Ooh. All well, right. Thanks for joining us again, guys. Uh, yeah. You know we love doing this hanging out and talking about cool marvel and dc and how much we hate both of them much but <laughs> we hate we actually, love everything it, it, it is it's a very hate love relationship and it's and the only reason we hate it is because we want it to be so great mm. so we've come so far too it's kind of crazy like to think right. you know now we're just kind of like you know mm-hmm. well what's that uh Honest trailers, whatever. When they're going after Captain America two, they're like, uh, "It's actually a pretty awesome movie." But yeah. get ready for nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunate, but it's all part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do this long outro with all our socials and stuff. But I think Josh is able to put that on the notes, so yeah, you can click on that. I always but, put our stuff, our individual stuff, and then our also yellow spandex. We're stuff. yellow spandex on all the socials, but I guess various formats. So just check the show notes for that. And then Vince and I are in a band called RKVC. We have a YouTube channel, a bunch of socials. You, actually, if you look up RKVC on the internet under whatever you're looking us for, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Josh has uh, Band's Life. Yeah. 
That, that musicians, bands, blah blah blah. And his daughters have nerd murd. Yeah. You can they check do nerd stuff too. Children watching trailers. Tons of content. <laughs> yeah. Tons of. I was looking back at some of the funny like stuff that they did like last was it last year or the year before. I was like, man, I wish we could do more stuff like that. It just takes so much time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. People are like, they got to be interested too. When people uh, think that uh, YouTube's like a easy breezy job, I'm like, mm. uh. well, they think that too. They're like, oh, we should do this video. It's like, okay. I did a lot of the I like I wrote out all the stuff I wanted them to like say for sort of a lot of things and they they like yeah. doing it. But it's like that's a lot of work for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's I like have what, that time. Your kids. oldest your oldest Naomi's old enough to babysit now. Oh, so it's like wow, so you're, yeah. you're old enough to babysit, you're old enough to edit. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I would definitely want to teach her. Like I wanted it's like, hey, you girls want to do another video? You have to write it. Like yeah. write down what you want to say, talk it over. That's why you gotta choose wisely, people. Yeah, that'll be fun. Don't yeah, don't go head first into something you <laughs> have no idea about. Don't go chasing waterfalls. That's <laughs> Stick right. with the rivers and lakes like you're used to. That's right. Okay, guys. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Late. Later.